welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur. With more than 30 years of experience, America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonair with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I'm your host, Juan Benton Twyford, America's most sought-after real estate investor. If you're interested in anything to do with real estate investing, hit me up at dewonderful.com, and you can opt in over there, and I've got four free eBooks for you. You can also find me on the book and on the gram and on the talk. So I'm everywhere. Uh, so last week, we talked about spiritual, uh, about spiritual warfare, a little bit more about spiritual warfare. Yeah, let me find my paper here. Spiritual warfare. And this week, I want to talk about some of the spiritual gifts. So God talks a lot in the Bible about spiritual gifts. And God talks a lot in the Bible about spiritual warfare. If you read John 10.10, 10, that verse basically sums up the spiritual warfare in one Bible verse. So there's a lot of spiritual warfare always going on. Hang on, drop my pen. And it's just it. A lot of Christians, a lot of people, and a lot of Christians even just don't even understand that you can fight spiritual warfare. Uh, in the beginning, when I used to really start learning about it and fighting it and, and really calling things out, it used to scare me. I I scared myself <laughs> because I was afraid. I was like, oh no, I'm scared. But, you know, then I just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. Now, if I even see, like, every now and then I'll see a demon. I'm, every now and then one of them will come into my house. Like, I, like in my bedroom, I'll be sitting there, I'll see this little orb up there, and I'm just like, seriously? That's all I say, and they just leave. Because they know I'm going to go into the whole big thing, and they leave. And you're like, Tuan, that's so weird and scary. It's not. It was at first, but it's, it's not really right now. Um, because... As I said last week, uh, when Satan was kicked out of heaven, one-third of the angels went with him. They became demons. And God made cajillions of angels. So those cajillions of demons roaming the earth, and they're trying to always do bad things and make bad things happen and, you know, make you do bad things. Um, remember that old show, Flip Wilson? The devil made me do it. <laughs> well, the devil does make you do it. <laughs> I certainly aged myself with that. If you don't know it, you'll have to Google it. So I want to talk to you today. Uh, I have some really neat verses here today. And these are encouraging words from God. So I'm going to give you some verses, and you can look them back up in the show notes later. Um, so, but here, like Psalm 78, 8. Psalm 78, 8. They would not be like their forefathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, whose hearts were not loyal to God, whose spirits were not faithful to him. So we don't want to be like that. 1 John 4, 1. Test the spirits, dear friend. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see 
whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now, something that's so important to believe, uh, not to believe, but to understand, Satan and demons can appear as an angel of light. This is why it's really good to kind of get your spiritual game on so you know what's happening. So, many people have had like an angel of light or uh, or something that's appeared or spoken to them or whatever. But you got to remember, all the demons and Satan, they know every single solitary word in the Bible. They know every word in the Bible. That's why when you said, get thee behind me, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, they leave and they're terrified because they're terrified to hear the word of God. They're literally terrified to hear the word of God. And the angels and Satan know every single word. So a lot of people will maybe have a dream or feel like like something was put on their hearts uh, from God, and it might not be. Now, Satan, here's the one, the, the one interesting thing, and I didn't know this for a long time into my Christian walk. Satan can put thoughts into your head. And that's why uh, the Bible talks about praying in the quiet place. The one thing Satan cannot do is he cannot read your mind. So when you're praying to God and you're asking God for things and you, and you really want it to be private between you and God, Satan cannot hear your thoughts. But what Satan can do is he can put thoughts in your head. So you may one day be sitting around and be like, you know, my husband's driving me crazy. I don't even know why I married that man. Well, is that a thought that God would put into your head? Or is that a thought that Satan would put into your head? It's important to know the difference. So that's why John, 1 John 4, 1 says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. There are many false prophets. There are many preachers right now that everybody watches that are false prophets. And it is hard to know who's a false prophet and who is not, which is why you have to rely on your own prayer and your own conversations with God to know who the false prophets are. And trust me, there's all kinds of them. So if something, you hear a preacher, you go to a church, or you meet someone at a workshop or, or something like that, you're like, oh yeah, this person sounds really cool, but then you're listening to what they're saying, and it doesn't really sound really godly. It could be um, a false prophet. It even could be a familiar spirit, and could be something trying to lead you down the wrong path. So it is important as you start your walk with God, and no matter where you are in your walk with God right now, you may have been going to church for the last, or not even churches, you may have been reading the Bible for the last 10 years. That's why I always say the truth is in the red letters. The red letters are all the words that Jesus spoke. So when you read everything in the red letters, that's everything that Jesus spoke, is everything that Jesus wants you to know about, when you read all of that, that is the truth of the world. Anything other than that, it's not the truth. It, it, none of these other religions are all false religions or all just none of it. They, and, and not that Christianity is Jesus. Jesus is the only way, the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way to get to heaven but by that. So 1 Corinthians 12 talks about spiritual gifts. Now, I have prayed for spiritual gifts. I started praying for spiritual gifts 
I don't know, maybe 15 years ago. And I have some of them, but God has not given me all of them. So I will read them to you. So it says, so, and this is just really interesting. So it says, now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or another, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. So this is talking back in the Bible days when people used to uh, pray to the golden calf and pray to this and pray to that. And, you know, any, any kind of a, even like Buddha, you know, like Buddha is a false idol, idol, you know, and, and, and I'm not trying to trash anybody's faith or religion, but, uh, like the Hindus, they pray to all these little statues and they pray to the Buddhas and, uh, and people rub the beads and just all the stuff like that. That is all false gods. Those are false. Those are idols. Those are false gods. Those are idols. So especially in the Bible days, people always made these golden calves with people and a ball. And people would pray to these things, and they're all false idols. So, it says, you know that when you were pagan, somehow or another, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. So, when you are saved, and when you have accepted Jesus as your Savior... He lives inside of you. That's the Holy Spirit. Once the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, all kinds of super cool things happen. So this right here says there are, so we're at um, uh, 1 Corinthians, that was 1, 2, 3, now 4. There are different kinds of gifts, but they're the same Spirit. So the Holy Spirit that's in us gives us different gifts. Now I don't know if you have to pray specifically for the gifts or if they're just given to you freely that i do not know i have to do a lot more research but it says there are different kinds of service but the same lord there are different kinds of working but the same god works all of them in men so there are different people that do different works for the church and the church meaning god not like the church church in fact one of the things that god hates the most is religion God hates religion. So just they all. Jesus, Holy, everybody hates religion. Um, churches are good to go to if it's a really good, Holy Spirit-filled church because it's good to have the companionship of other Christians. But your relationship with Jesus, Jesus wants a relationship with you, not religion. All these religious laws, you can do this, you can't do that. Religious laws that go on within each individual church, God hates that. Okay, now to each one, uh, of the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. So to one person, there might be given a Spirit, the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. So the Holy Spirit might give one person wisdom, might give another person knowledge. To another, faith by the same Spirit to other gifts could be healing. I know people that can literally lay hands on people. I have prayed for the gift of healing for like 20 years, and, and I've never been given the gift of healing. But I know people, I've seen people, they lay their hands on someone and they pray and they're going to speaking in tongues and they're praying and praying and praying and their hands are beat red. Like you almost see the steam coming off and they're able to heal people. So I would seriously love to have the gift of healing, but God has not given it to me. 
Unto others are miraculous powers, and to others are prophecy. To other people it's distinguishing between spirits. To other people it's speaking in different tongues. I cannot tell you over the last 15 years how many times I've tried to speak in tongues. I lay in my bedroom real quiet, and I kind of try to mumble, like, mm, just, like, get it. I, I can't speak in tongues for my life. My mom, couple my kids, I can't do it. I keep trying. But, and other people have the interpretation of speaking in tongues. So when people hear speaking in tongues, they're like, ah, shabababa, they're saying something, and people go, it's a bunch of hogwash. No, they're actually speaking in tongues. And when you're speaking in tongues, you don't even know what you're saying, but you're speaking in a language that God understands, and you're praying directly to God. So it's pretty cool to watch people speak in tongues. Uh, and I do want that gift, but God has not given me that gift yet. Okay, all of these are the work of the one and the same spirit. He gives each one to him as they determine. Now, I have, for one I can understand, I definitely have a, a spirit of wisdom. Uh, I have the ability to see into the spiritual world. I have ex excellent discernment. Um, I don't know if discernment's a gift or you just learn it over time. I have excellent discernment. When people say a gift of knowledge, that means that God will put something on your heart about a person, something's going to happen to them, and you have like a gift of knowledge. You say, hey, listen, God gave me a gift of knowledge for you, and this and this and this, you need to do this because this is going to happen. So I don't have that one either. Um, I don't have the gift of healing. Um, I don't know. I don't have the gift of prophecy. Prophecy is being able to foretell things that are coming. But I do, I don't know, I have a little bit of that. Because sometimes I, I can look at a person and I'm like, or I get a dream uh, that something's going to happen. And gosh darn, like 90% of the time, it actually happens. So I write them down when I have one. And then sometimes I tell the person, hey, I dreamt this. And then there it is. Uh, so, I, you know, God's always working on me. But I'm always praying for different gifts of the Spirit because God gives them to us freely. Uh, but not everybody's meant to have every gift. So I've heard a lot of people say, oh, if you can't speak in tongues, you're not a real Christian. Well, that's not true. It's a gift by the Spirit, and not everybody gets all the same gifts. I don't, I don't get very many words of knowledge for people. I definitely don't have healing. Um, I don't have prophecy. I have discernment. I have some wisdom. I have a little bit in the spiritual realm of things. So they're just different things. Uh, John 15, 9 says, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. John 5, 10. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands, remain in his love. And John 15, 9 to 11 my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. So start reading into Corinthians. Corinthians has a lot of super neat stuff about the different spiritual gifts. And it says, like it says at the very beginning, the spiritual, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, says, Now about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. Know that when you were pagans and you were following false idols or you weren't saved, you could be influenced and led astray by false prophets and false idols. Therefore, I'm telling you um, that Jesus, the Holy Spirit, lives inside of you. And there are different kinds of gifts all from the Holy Spirit. And different kinds of service, all still for the Lord. And just different kinds of works. And it's just different things. 
So not every single person or every single pastor or preacher has every single gift. And we all have different things that we want to do. For me, I know for sure I have a, a, a heart for teaching. Uh, teaching is a spiritual gift. I have, and not teaching the Bible, just teaching in general. I'm all about teaching students, teaching how to become successful. Uh, I have a, definitely a heart for helping people that are in bad situations. And I, I definitely have a gift of teaching. I mean, I, I know that when I'm teaching and training and doing stuff, I know that God is helping me impress upon you all the knowledge I have to share it with you so you can become successful for yourself. And apparently, I'm getting a little bit of spirit of teaching here because I do these little 15-minute Bible studies, but I got to tell you, uh, I'm nervous every time I do one because I'm like, oh, Lord, I just don't feel like worthy to teach your word. And what if I say something that's wrong and I don't read it and interpret it right and I mislead somebody else? But God knows my heart and he knows I'm trying to use my platform because we all have a ministry, and you don't have to be a preacher on TV to have a ministry. I have a lot of students. This is a ministry. I have a platform of people that listen and follow me. If you're a school teacher, you have a platform. If you are the head of your household, you have a platform. If you work at the homeless shelter, you have a platform. We all have a platform where we can minister to other people for what they need, whether they need help or they need prayer, they need food, they need clothing, or whatever they need. We all have it. It's just a matter of using it. And then the more you use it, the more God will let you use it maybe in bigger and different ways. I, I don't really know. I just know that God put it on my heart to start doing the business by the book for like six months. I was like, oh, no, Lord. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know. I can't teach. No, no, no. What if I say something wrong? And I, every day I kept feeling this impressed. Like, listen, I want you to do this. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. And finally, literally, I was just like, oh. God, okay, I'll do it. So it wasn't like, like I was like, woohoo, thank you, Jesus, for putting it in my heart. I was just like, no, 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 I don't want to do it. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel qualified. And I literally just finally one day was like, oh, all right, I'll do it. Like not even excited. <laughs> I'm sure God was like, really? After everything I've done for you, that's the way you're like, oh, okay, I'll do it because you won't leave me alone. But now that I'm doing these, I, I really do enjoy them. And uh, I have to, you know, get back in the Bible and research and just ask God, like, what do you want me to say this week? And I am really enjoying it. But the little piece of me is like, oh, Lord, please help make me like some kind of real estate preacher. Like, I don't even know enough about the Bible to do that. <laughs> so I just know what I, what I know and what God's taught me. I'm trying to teach it back to you. I feel like I know more about real estate investing can teach that so much easier than I can teach things that are in the Bible. But, you know, we're all a work in progress, and this is what God has me doing. And, and I am really enjoying it, but honestly, the only time I feel nervous podcasting is on my business by the book days. <laughs> ah, isn't that funny? So, listen, don't, don't always think like, oh, Dwan's so super cool and confident. I get nervous, too. So, anyway, there are all kinds of spirits. There are all kinds of spiritual gifts. Um, I just used to be like, Lord, just give me some spiritual gifts. And then I started thinking like, what, what, you know, like I started kind of looking at all the options of spiritual gifts and thought, you know what? I would really love to see into the spiritual world. I did not realize how scary it would be because the first time I saw a demon, I thought I was in a heart attack. It was very scary. Um, and I, I still do pray for the gift of healing. I have actually laid hands on people before 
and and just with simple things, headaches. You know, this I had one girl that came to one of my workshops, and she I had told the class I would pray with anyone that wanted to pray on the breaks. I'd pray for them over their business and stuff. So I've done. I've been praying for for decades with people at my classes and on the sidelines and taking them in the back and like laying hands on them and praying and blessings over their business and stuff like that. I remember one girl specifically, she told me she was pregnant and she started bleeding in class. She had to fly home and she's like, I really want you to pray for me. I don't have a miscarriage. And I was like, ooh, serious prayer. So I got down on my knees and I put my hands on her stomach and I just like laid my head and I just prayed and prayed and prayed over this baby and that she'd be able to get home and she'd be okay. And I could just feel like the heat coming through my body and the heat on her stomach and she started crying and it was all done. There was like handprints on her. And I was like, wow, Jesus, thank you for that. I don't know what that was, but that was crazy. It was amazing. So she got home, and she went to the doctor, and they said she was fine. So I know, did I do that? No. Did God do that through me? Absolutely. It was one of the coolest things I've actually ever prayed about with someone because I, I, I prayed for hard for healing. And just the fact that my, my prints were on her belly, I was like, wow. And God just like came through me and touched you and then the baby's going to be fine. And it was. And she named it her middle name after me. I was excited about that too. So I, I certainly didn't do it for that reason. So I'm not, not trying to brag about that. Um, but I have been able to pray on a few people that have had uh, issues and, and, and whatever it was. More simple things. Headaches and that. And they've gone away. But God has not thrown on like a full on here you go. I'm going to lay on the hands. You can just lay them on and heal everybody. That has not happened. But I still do pray for that one because um, I come across so many people that are sick and have issues. And I would love to just have Jesus work through me and, and be able to heal people. So that is something I do pray for. So I still pray for spiritual gifts. I tried speaking in tongues a couple weeks ago. Like, slayed out on my bed. No one was home. Uh, uh, listening to something that is supposed to kind of help you. Still couldn't do it. So, not everybody gets everything, but whatever God gives you, it is a gift. And use it. That's it. Use it, okay? But get yourself saved first so you can ask for some of these great spiritual gifts. All right, guys. Next week, same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> same bat time, same bat channel. The truth is in the red letters. And if you read your Bible on the phone... Uh, I don't even know if you could Google a Bible that has the red letters, but it might be worth it for you to invest in an actual physical Bible that has the red letters. Because you read everything that Jesus said, you read all the parables, and you have such a greater understanding of what kind of people we should be and what God wants from us and expects from us. And I feel like it just makes you a better human being in general. So that's that. Okay. Bad time, band channel. Truth is in the red letters. Ciao. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. Making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your, your real estate, estate dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on wonderful.com and be sure to become a member.